Section 16 of An Inland Voyage. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. An Inland Voyage by Robert Louis Stevenson. Down the Waz Through the Golden Valley. Below La Faire, the river runs through a piece of open pastoral country, green, opulent, loved by breeders, called the Golden Valley. In wide sweeps and with a swift and equable gallop, the ceaseless stream of water visits and makes green the fields. Kine, the horses, and little humorous donkeys browse together in the meadows and come down in troops to the riverside to drink. They make a strange feature in the landscape, above all when they are startled, and you see them galloping to and fro with their incongruous forms and faces. It gives a feeling as of great unfenced pampas and the herds of wandering nations. There were hills in the distance upon either hand, and on one side the river sometimes bordered on the wooded spurs of Cousy and Saint-Gobain. The artillery were practising at La Faire, and soon the cannon of heaven joined in that loud play. Two continents of cloud met and exchanged salvos overhead, while all around the horizon we could see sunshine and clear air upon the hills. What with the guns and the thunder, the herds were all frightened in the Golden Valley. We could see them tossing their heads and running to and fro in timorous indecision, and when they had made up their minds, and the donkey followed the horse and the cow was after the donkey, we could hear their hooves thundering abroad over the meadows. It had a martial sound, like cavalry charges. And altogether, as far as the ears are concerned, we had a very rousing battle-piece performed for our amusement. At last the guns and the thunder dropped off, and the sun shone on the wet meadows. The air was scented with the breath of rejoicing trees and grass, and the river kept unweariedly carrying us on at its best pace. There was a manufacturing district about Chorney, and after that the banks grew so high that they hid the adjacent country, and we could see nothing but clay sides and one willow after another. Only here and there we passed by a village or a ferry, and some wandering child upon the bank would stare after us until we turned the corner. I dare say we continued to paddle in that child's dreams for many a night after. Sun and shower alternated like day and night, making the hours longer by their variety. When the showers were heavy, I could feel each drop striking through my jersey to my warm skin, and the accumulation of small shocks put me nearly beside myself. I decided I should buy a Macintosh at Noyon. It is nothing to get wet, but the misery of these individual pricks of cold all over my body at the same instant of time made me flail the water with my paddle like a madman. The cigarette was greatly amused by these ebullitions. It gave him something else to look at besides the clay banks and willows. 
all the time the river stole away like a thief in straight places or swung round corners with an eddy the willows nodded and were undermined all day long the clay banks tumbled in the was which had been so many centuries making the golden valley seemed to have changed its fancy and be bent upon undoing its performance what a number of things a river does by simply following gravity in the innocence of its heart End of section 16 Reading by Alan Mapstone in Oxford, England